This is my imitation of how you would sound when you were in the Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Stuttering is Cool. My name is Danny and I live in Toronto, Canada. Today's episode is all about the benefits of support groups for stutterers, in particular Stutter Social. It's an online video chat group which I co-founded with my friend David Resnick, who lives in Los Angeles. Check out StutterSocial.com for information on how to participate. I'd love to see you there. On this episode, I will be chatting with regular participants and a member of the Stutter Social team. But first, let's meet one of our Stutter Social Hangout hosts who lives in London, England. Hi, I'm Krishna Srinivasan, and I am the the UK host of the Stutter Social Hangout groups. So you live in the UK and your uh, Hangout uh, serves, well, not just the UK, but I'd like to say all of the Eastern Hemisphere. (laughs) But, (laughs) uh, you know. um, mm -hmm. So I moved to the UK about a year and a half ago and, and really my first proper experience of support uh, of support groups was when I got in touch with the BSA here in the UK uh, here in London uh, they have a pretty big presence in London and um, though I though I had visited some support groups prior to that uh, nothing really came close to the size and scale of what I experienced here in the UK Wow. And what is it about support groups that uh, benefits you? Um, I think just the opportunity to meet and talk to other people who stammer, it's just a a reminder that this thing that you have going on, and it can often feel quite lonely uh, being being a person who stammers um, because you feel like you're always trying to you're you're trying to deal with avoidance and trying to be as fluent as you can or trying to uh, uh, work on your techniques and and that's really something you do yourself day in and day out so I think uh, even on a monthly basis meeting up with with other people who stammer is extremely useful because it just uh, reminds you that hey you're not facing this alone mm-hmm. and uh, what about online uh, being the host of Stutter Social what made you uh, want to become a host for Stutter Social um, what made me want to, I just thought it was a fantastic idea when, when I think when you and David first started the website and the concept I think it was uh, sometime last year mm-hmm um, and I may have first seen it on your Facebook page or Twitter feed, I forget. <laughs> and I looked it up and immediately it struck me as, wow, this is moving support support, support groups to the a new age. It's really taking advantage of what we have with the internet and social media and taking our traditional support groups and 
giving them that little uh, uh, next step. And I thought, oh, I would love to be a part of it. So when I saw that you were looking for other people to join up, I put my hand up as soon as I could. <laughs> and so, uh, oh, I, hmm? Yes, 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 go ahead. <laughs> so I have been, uh, been hosting the Hangouts uh, Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Uh, UK time uh, every week, and though it's uh, though it is uh, geared for people on the other side of the Atlantic, um, I have had a lot of people from the U.S. as well as uh, the European countries and India. India join us. Uh, we even once had a person from South Africa. Oh wow! Uh, join. Join the hangout and myself <laughs> and you yes do what do you see the benefit the benefits of that I'm, you know i'm pretty sure nothing beats in-person meetups um yeah if you could talk a bit about the benefits of the online aspect um the benefits for me i think as a host personally is just to make me more confident uh mm. to to because it makes me feel like hey i, I am part of this big thing, this part of something that's that's that is new and interesting and taking off and um, uh, makes me feel more confident. It gives me the opportunity to to get into a quasi sort of a leadership role on a weekly basis, you know, because I'm because I'm in there facilitating a welcoming uh, a new people who join the hangout. Uh, trying to guide the topic and trying to find out what people would like to talk about. It's of course a completely open group. People can say what they want. The conversation flows in many different directions. But I try to generally have a theme and I tend to ask people if they're okay with that theme and <laughs> like to talk about the topics that I, that I had in mind. So for example, yesterday, the theme was faith and stammering, and I oh, asked wow. people if uh, faith had played any uh, part in their stammering, and it came about because we were talking about how people how people had the Easter weekends and what they did over e e Easter, and um, so you know it just very naturally flowed into there. So that's oh, wow. been the benefit for me. Um, and I hope it's been beneficial for those who those who join as well. There have been several people who have who have joined pretty regularly. I have a core a core group of about five or six people who who are fairly regular on the hangouts. So I think they find it useful as well. Um, I think in the UK particularly. Uh, there are only a handful of really big cities, uh, London, uh, Manchester, Liverpool, a couple of others. So, so, so I'm hoping the Hangout gives an opportunity for those that are away from these town centers to be able to, to have a support group regularly as well. Uh, what other topics uh, have you talked 
talked about? Um, uh, topics that tend to come up uh, regularly are um, just how people's weeks were and how their uh, their speech has been in that past week. Um, uh, something that we had a fairly interesting conversation about some time ago was how people stammer differently with different people, um, whether it's with their parents or their uh, uh, spouses or family or colleagues or uh, managers at work or friends. Um, and that was a fairly popular topic. People had a lot to say about that. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we also had a, a converse, conversation on uh, on people who people who stammer, uh, uh, people who have written um, uh, good books or articles about stammering and stuttering, and uh, people brought their views on these articles and uh, uh, books and shared it with other people. So. Uh, the other time I had a topic about whether people think that stammering causes uh, or whether you can be an extrovert as well as a person who stammers. Kishore me speaking. <laughs> Hi Daniel. Come stai? How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Bene, bene. So, uh, yeah, we can begin um, no, with you introducing yourself. Hi, my name is Keshorbis and I'm originally from India. I got a job in a power sector company and I work in that company for more than one year. It was around... 14 months I guess and later that company did some acquisition in Italy and they bought around three to four company here in Italy for which work in the power sector business and I got the chance to work in one of those companies and I got a chance to work for two years and yeah and my stuttering uh, you know it's started from very beginning at the age of six or seven I had a very severe uh, stammering until just one month back and Later, I did a course in Holland. It's the McGuire program, and I learned some technique during this program. And I'm using those te technique right now. Have you met other stutterers while you're in Italy? Uh, I met them on, you know, on. So social networking site like Facebook mm -hmm. and I added some of them on Skype also Skype. and I yeah and I spoke to some of them but you know they they were not really interesting to talk more about it 
they they have accepted their structure and uh, they want to be as it is now you are a regular on Krishna's stutter social hangouts um, how 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 are you enjoying that or what keeps you going back <laughs> what's what makes you a regular <laughs> yeah actually I got to know about this stuttering social hangout from the Facebook community of stutter social around three to four months ago so uh, I thought that I should try it out because I w would be able to meet people from around the Europe mm -hmm. so my first stutter social hangout was just after you know just when it when it launched in Europe yeah we talk a lot about stammering and everyone get fair chance to speak during the group conversation and I have attended six to seven hangouts till now and I never miss a single hangout. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. Ever... I miss uh yeah, I I missed one hangout when I was out of Italy. <laughs> uh, on your travels. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have ever uh have you ever attended an in person support group, whether it's in Italy, Europe or uh India? Yeah, in India actually before when I was in India, I was a regular member uh, in the support group of uh, the Indian Stammering Association mm -hmm. and they have a, a regular SSG in New Delhi. So oh, okay. I attended around uh, 15 meetings in New Delhi and there are around 10 to 15 people always in every meeting there okay what is yeah. it about an online support group that uh, that, that uh, benefits you your, yourself yeah actually the you know the most uh, benefiting things about the online support group is you don't have to spend much on your travel and go to a meeting place and yeah you can connect to a lot of people with different culture at the comfort of your home and you can you know uh, you can participate for as long as you want and it's really good for those people uh, who f uh, who are very shy going out in a f physical support network mm -hmm. so it's really great because in a physical support group you have people from just you know one reason but in a online support group you get people from around the world so mm -hmm. it's really you know it's different experience people uh, you know among different people of all races all culture yeah
yeah. and you get their different <coughs> opinion about stammering uh, Indian old country because it's not always the same that the opinion and per perception about stammering in one country is, is always similar to the other countries. My, my, my name is M M Mitch Trishan. Uh, I live in New York. I wish this were on video because you would see me shaking the camera and say, You have to try Stutter Social. Uh, um... Thank you. <laughs> well, speaking of Stutter Social, you're part of the team of Stutter Social. Absolutely. What exactly uh, do you do with Stutter Social or on Stutter Social? <laughs> Well, I, I really have an interest in, in helping to connect people who stutter. Mm -hmm. um, I know a, a bunch of people in the professional community and the stuttering community and try to look for different ways to get word out about stutter social. No, I was just going to say, you were the one that had the initial... Uh, idea way back I, in July going we should create a video chat group <laughs> I think there were a bunch of people who had this idea actually yeah kind of uh, all happened the technology, at the same time didn't it <laughs> yeah um, collective consciousness there were some people that, that were trying to use video chats and to include people into their uh, person to person mm. Um, groups and for people that weren't able to come they were trying to include them and it's unfortunate that not everybody has access and just seeing the way that technology has developed and how people who stutter have used that technology it's been a steady progression it really hit hard when Skype was becoming more and more popular and and um, and Google came out with this uh, great way of uh, doing it. There are other ways to have the to have video chats also, but using the technology out there to get people mm -hmm. who stutter to talk to each other and to benefit from each other. So why is something like Stutter Social or just you know people getting together like why is that so important? People think that just talking to other people who stutter is just something that's nice to do and it's nice to know that you're not the only one out there. But there's some research out there that shows that that talking to other people who stutter is, is helpful in the overall management of stuttering. When I say that, uh, people tend to think that, that managing your stuttering is more about reducing the amount of stuttering that there is uh, um, by either speaking more fluently or stuttering with less s s struggle. But sometimes um, I, I think a lot of people who stutter would agree that um, one of the bigger problems with stuttering is that you may change what you really want to say or you may decide not to say something at all. 
and by people who stutter talking with each other they they set examples for each other and I think that that learning from each other drives each other to be less afraid to say what you want to say and to see that you're not alone and um, that has some real positive b b b benefits um, within the stutter social itself when you have a group whether it's a group of two or three or when you get the max uh, um, ten it's a very unique group where there's this safe environment that's created where you're all sharing the feelings that you have about particular topics there's this sense of com com community where you kinda all know a little bit about each other from the beginning because you do share some of those same ex experiences what I find mo most interesting, and I, I'm, I'm actually taking some of this stuff I'm saying right from some of the research that was done in looking at what happens in stuttering support groups. Um, mm. And I see a lot of the same stuff happening within some of the stutter social sessions. Of course, there's nothing like actually talking to people and seeing what they get out of it but I'm seeing a lot of uh, similarities an interesting thing I see is people coming into the groups looking for help and what actually ends up happening is in addition to getting help they become the helper also that's right Be and and that's something that feels good. You're oh, not yeah. <laughs> only there to be helped, but now you're helping and you're seeing yourself in this positive light that, hey, wait, there are some things that I'm doing that are, are really good. And when you start to see yourself in that positive light and you see yourself as a good communicator, that kind of feeds more into seeing yourself in a positive light. Mm -hmm. w yeah, were, were you going to say something? Nope. I'm blabbing. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> Get off my show. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Dustin Lincolns, uh, 28, uh, originally from Maryland, um, hopped around the country and, and across the continents for the past 10 years, and, and Alabama for a uh, school, which I graduated in about two weeks, and uh, then I head to uh, Florida to start my uh, new uh, career as a, a canine handler for um, for Homeland Security. And Yeah, this is your dream job, you were, you were telling me. Yeah, it's uh, uh, one of them. Astronaut went out the window when I was ten, and uh, so this is all that's left. I I found uh, Stutter Social through you and through Evan and a couple others, and uh, it's it's really helped me. I stay connected with my uh, NSA 
people's for lack of better words um for me it's it's a good chance to you know uh, catch up and to talk about the week and to hear what 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 struggles uh people uh people are having and how we can come together as a whole and uh you know give advice or you know say just push through man it gets better you know what i'm saying yeah now i've seen you many times in the stutter in in the uh, hangouts in the stutter social hangouts uh you know, uh, giving that pep talk to uh, you know the young ones that come in and they are concerned about their stuttering and you know very very worried about their future. You know, are they going to be able to get their dream job? So, you know, you're someone who got his dream job. So, how did you go from uh, you know, um, for lack of a better term, zero to hero? <laughs> zero to hero. Uh, quick back brief on me. I I, I stuttered since I was nine years of age or, or, or 10 years old something like that and i'm now 28 so with with my speech uh going through uh elementary school middle school even high school it was i was real introverted for 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 lack of better words and um i i kind of i kept it myself for fear of being hurt uh, about senior year of high school is when i really i guess broke out of my shell and, and it's like you know what i stutter um, if you don't like it, you, uh, you can go pound sand uh, because I knew that if I if I didn't basically go one on one, you UFC style with my stutter, I would have lost, and I would still be you know in a, a dead end job, afraid to step forward. I went in the army when I was seventeen. I was in basic training and. They're they're like uh, I'm Joseph Armstrong. So who are you? And I'm Private. Ooh. Come on, Private, spit it out. I'm like I'm Private, and I couldn't get my last name out. And like Private, it's on your shirt. What's your last name? I'm Private. And I was stuck in a a a loop for about ten seconds. They're like Private, is there something wrong with you? I was like No, Joseph, because I wasn't gonna say Hey, hey, I stutter because then that what that would have brought it out more you know mm-hmm. um so i pushed through and, and finally like like six weeks in they're 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 i was talking to us uh somebody and uh and one of our uh drill fronts overheard and they're like hey, hey uh you stutter i'm like yeah why they're like why didn't you tell us from day one i was like because i don't want to make a big deal of it mm-hmm. <laughs> and i and and i I was told to would drop and do uh, a 20 push-ups for line of the drill song. Yeah. From that point on, I, I was, you know, says, Hey, I stutter, you know, whatever else. Mm. And I began to, I guess, make, make fun of it. Um, or you have a uh, sense of humor. Accept it. it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have a sense of humor to, to, to the point where I, I, I would go, to, go uh, up to people and, uh, when I was having a, a good fluent day, um, and uh, I'd say something, they'd be like, "What'd you say?" And I, I know in my head, I didn't stutter. I'd be like, "What? Uh, did I stutter?" And and the uh, the looks on, on their face were like, "Did he just say that?" You know. And from uh, from there, uh, with that little escape of my own humor, um, I I began to build my confidence level up for. Okay, I can do this, you know, just just one day at a time, you know. When I got out of the army, 
I, I went back to Iraq as a contractor uh, working dogs. And then I came back and, and became a uh, federal police officer. And everyone knew me from uh, since I was I was stationed there before. So my stuttering really w- was not an issue. Uh, a, a lot of people didn't even you know, notice it. Or I was like, but I stutter all the time. And they're like, dude, we, oh, 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 we don't notice it. I was like, what do you mean you don't notice it? I'm like, we, we've known you six years and it's kind of a, uh, a secondary thing. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. You know, that, uh, that's another acceptance point for me because my friends who you know my brothers in blue are are basically telling me dude you're fine don't uh, don't worry about it just you know knock it out because there's stuff that can be overlooked and stuttering is one of those things when you go out there and do uh, do your job to the, the the best of your ability and from there uh, with the government downsizing Went on the uh, gov- uh, uh, government website, and there was a uh, there was a jobs for canine handlers. I put in for it. This is February last year. Then August of twenty eleven, I uh, get an email that says, "Hey, you uh, passed the uh, initial hiring process." please schedule a date for the uh, written test. And long story short, Dustin went through the usual nerve-wracking job interview process for a couple of job postings and got his dream job. I guess more to my story is if I had let my speech um, in, influence me or you know stop me, then, I, that, uh, then I'd still be you know stuck at uh, the same job, about to lose my job. Um, and if I didn't have the uh, courage to go out and, and, and say, hey, you know, uh, I'm looking for work, has someone hired me, then I would have, I'd be, be between a rock and a hard place still. One of the things I'm curious about, if uh, this actually happens with Stutter Social, I know that when you go to conferences, that there's this thing about conferences whether you think the conference was helpful or not, after a conference, you find yourself talking more about stuttering. Yeah, that you is You find true. it as a much more of an open topic, and you lose some of that fear about talking about it. Um, it also and um, one- brings up opportunities to talk about stuttering. You know, like, oh, uh, we're... Did you go? Oh, I went to the States to go to the city. What did you do there? I went to this conference. What's the conference about? (laughs) About stuttering. Oh, really? How come? Blah, blah, blah. What? Really? You do stutter? I don't hear you stutter. And the usual story. Right. (laughs) You're absolutely right that people find it as a very interesting topic. And when you go away and, and people start asking about it it's kind of like um, an invitation to start talking about stuttering and I think people after a conference are more willing to to take people up on that invitation when people ask about it they have people right after having been with hundreds of others who stutter, who've been talking about it openly, who've been taking risks, and now you're back home, and you kind of want to bring a little bit of that home. 
and uh, people find themselves talking more about not only the conference but their own stutter also mm-hmm. and that is a very healthy thing in fact people are seen in a more positive way when they talk about their stutter I'm wondering if some of that stuff is happening with stutter social also oh definitely definitely stutter social is kind of like a very mini conference (laughs) a little small teeny oasis of a conference we've seen how many people in other countries now have access mm-hmm. to other people who stutter in a forum that that, that that's safe to talk about s- s- stuttering and it's safe to talk about what they feel about it and it's safe to stutter not to say that the outside isn't safe but you have that 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 level of comfort and you start expanding your comfort zone it's about expanding that comfort zone and 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 coming online is a very safe way of doing that I I I agree very very well said very well said for people who are afraid to go to the in-person groups Going on Stutter Social can be that in-between where you can see what a group is like. Even though it's not exactly the same, Mm -hmm. you can do it from the comfort of your own home to see, well, is this something I want to try out or not? Where if you go to an in-person group, you're really putting yourself out there because – and as a result of that, many people will choose not to go at all because going to a group of people who stutter the same exact thing that you're trying to not do or to not be for someone who who who's so afraid of it probably not going to attend an in-person group but this provides a form where you turn it on, you check it out, you don't have to say a word, you don't like it, you turn it off. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> Stuttering, in my opinion, is a, and some uh, some of your listeners might not agree, but it's it's a gift from God or some, some higher power. But for me, it's God because it's instilled in me patience. It's instilled in me a a certain level of self confidence, not to gloat or uh, be too cocky, and and it kind of keeps you humble to the point where you know what, very easily anybody else could uh, could have this, or it, and it makes you plan out your paths. It's it's not something that is going to kill you, but it's something that if you don't control it and fight through it it can hold you back from uh, a lot of stuff in this grave hour perhaps the most faithful in our history I send to every household of my people both at home and overseas this message 
spoken with the same depth of feeling for each one of you as if I were able to force your threshold and speak to you myself. Oh, by the way, an off-topic segment here, slightly off-topic. Let's go and speak to Krishna again, who saw the King's Speech theatrical play that is playing right now in in London. So I saw the King's Speech, the theatrical play. It was, I saw it on Easter Monday, actually. Um... It's playing in London's uh, West End after a full tour of the UK. Um, And it's playing in one of the older theatres, a very nice theatre. My my wife got me tickets as a surprise. Um, And I really did enjoy the play. It was uh, different from the movie in that, I guess, because you have a shorter amount of time and not as much dependence on uh, uh, on uh, full-fledged props like you would in a movie. There were a lot of bits that were cut out, but I particularly did enjoy how the play delved in a little deeper into the friendship between the king and Lionel Logue. They also gave a slightly larger part to Lionel Logue's wife, Myrtle, and uh, Winston Churchill, the the Prime Minister to be at this time. So, uh, just seeing the interplay between these characters, I uh, really enjoyed that. Um, as far as the King's speech actually goes, I think I think he did a very good job. His his name is. Um, What's his name? Uh, <laughs> the name of the actor playing the king. Oh God, uh, not Colin Firth. That's in that's in the movie. Um, uh, it's show notes. <laughs> I'll just it, put in the show notes. It's in it's in the notes. Yeah, yeah. Um, he the he, I think he did an excellent uh, job portraying the emotional part of stammering. Um, uh, the play does touch on that a little bit uh, more, I think. And um, there was one scene in particular where the king breaks down about his uh, stammer and uh, um, <laughs> how he's supposed to leave the world and he can't even speak. Um, overall, very enjoyable. I would highly recommend anybody go go and see it if they uh, if it comes to a city near you. Um, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. A question I have is now in now I have the book, The King's Speech. It's not like a book version of the movie. It's okay. uh, more of the actual historical accounts that uh, based on the papers that they found from Lionel, you know, Logue through his grandson. So it was after they found these papers that they had to make some changes to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they found more papers, I think, if I remember correctly. But it was too late to mm. um, change the character 
of Lionel mm. Logue's wife. So, uh, so I find it in uh, interesting that the play has more about his wife. And and I'm curious to know if they, I, I guess, made use of what her character really was like as it was revealed in the book uh, without uh, spoiling or revealing anything <laughs> about the play. Um, yeah, I'm just curious, how was she pro portrayed? Or so, what was her role in the mo in the play? So without trying to be too much of a spoiler, in the movie I felt her role was very much just someone who happens to be there when the when the king and his wife go to uh, Logue's home. Um, but in the play, she's very much a character who Logue depends on to validate his life decisions. Um, in sh short, uh, uh, Logue and his, his wife are from Australia. And uh, I think uh, uh, Myrtle, his wife, wants to uh, move back there. And there's that little bit of tension explored between her wanting to move back and him having to take, or, <laughs> or him having the opportunity to be the king's speech therapist. And that tension, I think, is very well portrayed in the, in the play. They also do a good job portraying the tension within Logue himself, which I think is explored to some amount in the movie. But but it, the play does have one scene in particular where uh, Logue is uh, trying hard to get acting jobs in uh, London because it's considered the premier town to come and be an actor. Um, so he he feels like a failed actor a lot more in the play than he did in the movie. And that's it for today's longish episode. I hope you have enjoyed it as much as I did recording and uh, editing, putting it all together for you. I want to hear from you. Please send me your comments at stutteringtheschool.com you will sorry I didn't say that right <laughs> if you go to stuttering stutteringtheschool.com there's an easy way for you to record your comments uh, using your computer microphone you'll see a nice button on the uh, right side saying something about leaving feedback <laughs> alternatively you can record a, a sound file and email it to me at coolstutter at gmail.com and until my next episode, may your stuttering always be with confidence. Ciao.